does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Hubler has it all. All right, 7.43 here on a Thursday. Colts wrapped up. Their mini camp yesterday, so now it's a six-week break until training camp. Uh, should get an official training camp schedule here in the next 10 days or so. Uh, July 25th is kind of where I'm pegging for the first day up at Grand Park right around that July 25th date. Uh, Jake, yesterday the big news exiting Colts camp was a much more vocal Jonathan Taylor than normal in regards to his contract talks. Um you know, when we heard from Taylor in April, it was pretty vanilla from him in regards to his contract situation. Since then, what has happened? Taylor's changed agents. Shaquille Leonard's agent is his agent. Shaquille Leonard signed a very healthy contract from the Colts. Uh, Dalvin Cook has been released with two years to go on his contract. Uh, Josh Jacobs has contract questions in Vegas. Saquon Barkley has them in New York. A lot has happened at the running back position and with Taylor specifically since he last spoke to the media prior to yesterday. And he certainly feels like the ball is in the Colts' court and that he wants them to make sure they acknowledge his value. Um, I understand where Taylor's coming from, but if I'm the Colts, I would have hesitancy in getting giving him the type of contract that he probably thinks he deserves, which is, I would assume, around a handful of years, and I would assume north of $15 million a year. I'm going to... I'm going to abstain from mentioning that I think a year ago I said I was contemplating whether or not it was worth looking at seeing what you would get for Jonathan Taylor because it was like, no, you you have to have – I'm not saying you said this. I mean, and I get it. I mean, he's a dynamic offensive weapon. There's no doubt about it. And he has been, Kevin, everything that you'd want, right? He's been a good guy. He has not in any way, shape, or form rocked any boats whatsoever. But – the it's always easy to talk about it. I think any of us get into situations in life where you think to yourself, you know, I know that that happens to a lot of people, but I don't think it's going to happen to me. You know, I, I know as a running back that a lot of running backs get into situations where, you know, hey, I was a, a really good running back and, and I was in my prime and then my team released me. And, and you know, that happens for guys at our, because of our position, but I don't think it's going to happen to me. And the Cook news probably has to send some ripples across the league where all of a sudden if you're a running back in a contract year, you're like, you know what, I need to, we need to get something going here. Yeah, Mark, if you don't mind, let's start there. Let's play the clip from yesterday in regards to Taylor's impression of running backs around the league and how they're being valued. And I want to emphasize this. Jake, if it would have been Eric Ebron walking off the practice field yesterday, getting ready to talk about his contract, you would have just been waiting for the fireworks. Oh, boy. I mean, you know, Jake, you've covered so many athletes over the years. Picture an athlete that craves the mic. Jonathan Taylor is not one of them. And so for Taylor to kind of go as far as he went yesterday, it might not sound like a lot, but for Taylor, it is. Here was Taylor yesterday in regards to Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley, some of those others. Recognized for their value? They're de- yeah, they're, they definitely are. And it, it's, it's sad. It sucks because... A lot of positions, a lot of positions do a lot for their team. Um, but 
specifically speaking for the running back position, um, I can just speak firsthand. We do do a lot. And you just want you just want to be treated fairly um, and not even treated fairly. You just want to be, you know, appreciated for what you bring to the team It's never about yourself. It's about the team. So what do you bring to the team? So, you know, just seeing guys fight. You just hope that things work out for them. I mean, you see why guys, they, they request trades, they, they want, you know, they just want to feel valued by not only their coaches, their teammates, but the organization as well. Um, and, and I think it's, it's something you got to continue to do. This day and age of how players get their message across, it's not just necessarily in front of a microphone. Uh, yesterday afternoon, Jonathan Taylor liked a tweet of our colleague Stephen Holder, Stephen Holder, uh, tweeted, did not tag Taylor in the tweet, so it looks like Taylor doing a little Shaquille Leonard searching on Twitter. Uh, the latest on the Colts running back Jonathan Taylor regarding his own contract situation as well as his strong comments on the financial state of RBs in the NFL. Uh, and then he put in a Taylor quote, you see why guys request trades. And then a link to a story, Jonathan Taylor, not an active liker of tweets on Twitter. He went out of his way to throw the like. By RBs, you mean running backs, not the roast beef place, right? Uh, well, I, I assume, yeah. I'd have to double-check with Stephen to clarify. <laughs> yeah. So, two things here. Number one, is it possible I, – I just thought of this. You mentioned that Jonathan Taylor now has Shaquille Leonard's agent. That change came when? Uh, I want to say like a month ago. Okay. Is it possible that Shaquille Leonard is a noted player for going through and finding tweets about himself and liking them and whatever else – uh, is it possible the agent's the one actually that does that? Um, like in regards to Leonard, I I I'm a firm believer that that is Leonard doing that on his own. I I don't know on this Taylor one because, you know, that, I mean that would be a consistent there for the two, especially if that's out of character for Taylor. But the other thing that I think is interesting, because of the contract that Shaquille Leonard got. And probably familiarity, I could see why Jonathan Taylor, that would be the agent that he would choose. However, the the thing that is peculiar is that agent, and he did get a good deal for Shaquille Leonard. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, but it's possible that when you're talking about leverage, that the Colts are actually about to have leverage on Shaquille Leonard contractually if he for some reason can't play or he's hurt and they've got to sit him out again, and then the Colts ultimately in the long run end up with having to make tough decisions there about Shaquille Leonard. I'm not saying that's where they are, but that's there's potential of that. My point being, I could see linking to an agent because he got your teammate a good deal, but at the same time, Taylor may not have the leverage of, listen, you want to play fair with me with this agent because or the agent for example saying you need to give me a good deal with Jonathan Taylor because I also represent Shaquille Leonard your star and you don't want him upset you don't want me upset with him and you know you want cohesiveness because he's a major straw what you're what you're stirring your defense with if Shaquille Leonard has the injury issue if there's question mark there then all of a sudden any leverage that that agent has to work with that go, kind of goes out the window and Taylor's almost double backed up because now he's not only playing a position that's devalued, but he's also linking to perhaps a, a, a piece of the puzzle that I'm not going to say is devalued, but is of question in terms of its value. Well, Taylor said this on several occasions yesterday, Jake, and it has to be talking points from his agent. He brought up the past precedent of Chris Ballard with these extensions. And he was right. Taylor was 
absolutely right. If you are a rookie contract player, and Taylor's got one more year left on that rookie contract, and you overexceed or have overexceeded your play up to that point, Chris Boward gives you a contract extension. And, and it makes sense. You know, you, you reward guys you've drafted, Leonard, Braden Smith, Shaquille Leonard, Quentin Nelson, Naheem Hines, all of those guys. And so on more than one occasion yesterday, that was something that Taylor brought up of like, this organization has said that as long as you outperform in those first three to four years of your rookie contract, and you also check the box off the field, which, again, Taylor's pristine in that area, then you will be rewarded. Um, now, I want to make it clear. I understand where Taylor was coming from yesterday, and I get that he was trying to vouch for himself, and he's trying to carry, carry the running back flag and all of that, but I probably more side with the Colts in this situation than having hesitancy about it. I would not be giving him a five-year deal. I would throw the franchise tag on him after letting him play out this final year of his deal. And he's still going to be hungry. It's not like he's not going to try or <laughs> not going to have a ton of motivation for it. It would give you two years to watch Taylor work with Anthony Richardson. And then you kind of reassess at that point. I don't want to see anything in the five-year length. Two to three years, okay. Um, but anything longer than that, I feel like you're getting into dangerous running back territory. And it's a bit of wishful thinking. There is part of me, Jake, that does sit here and say, wow, Kevin, you're having hesitancy about paying a quality player five years down the road. What the hell else is Chris Boward spending the money on? That's fair. It's not like Chris Boward needs to spend money on a quarterback anytime soon or a left tackle or a defensive end. None of those contracts are coming up. It's not like he spends it in free agency. So, um, I I get why the Colts have a little bit of pause, and I am just fascinated to see how the Taylor contract situation will play out, how the Michael Pittman situation will play out. Because, Jake, I think more than Nelson, Leonard, Smith, all of those other guys that signed extensions, I think these two negotiations, for different reasons, probably bring the most questions. For Pittman, it's like, is he a true one? For Taylor, it's he plays the position you don't want to play in the NFL. Okay, do you know who the Eagles' leading rusher was last year? Uh, it's got to be, well, Miles Sanders or Jalen Hurts, I'd assume. But I'd Sanders, assume Miles Sanders, Just yeah. over 1,200 yards. Jalen Hurts second, right? If I'm not mistaken, it was Kenneth Gainwell that, that played well for them in the postseason, right? Yeah, he had a nice Super Bowl. And so, if you look at – and that's the precedent. You look at Philadelphia's offense, they're, I mean, they got nearly 1,000 yards out of their running back uh, – out of their quarterback, excuse me. Obviously, you know, nearly 1,300 yards for Sanders, so a, a good performer that they they relied on. But it was kind of other. It was kind of their other scheme that freed that up. In other words, they weren't using Sanders to free up other areas offensively. They were using the other areas offensively to free up Sanders. Well, I think the better way to look at it, Jake, is this: Where's Miles Sanders now? Correct. He's not Carolina, in Philly, right? He's not in Philly. Like it, it, that's what it comes down to. It, it's your priority pieces are the passing pieces. Mark, if you don't mind, Taylor's tone is just different yesterday than it was back in April. Let's start with the April comments, Mark. This was Taylor two months ago. Again, different agent. He didn't have the Barkley, Dalvin Cook um, comments or, I guess, situations play out as much as they have publicly just yet. Here was Taylor back then about his contract. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be a distraction to me. Like, I'm I'm under contract here for four years. I put the pen to the paper. So, you know, I made an obligation to them. They made an obligation to me. 
but things will things will happen naturally. Like like I said, it's not until you actually get into that situation to where you're like, oh, oh let's let's see how how do you handle this situation? Because you always just see it, but you never know what do those guys actually go through. And then here was yesterday, Taylor on his value. Hopefully, uh, we definitely have have approached uh, just. Hopefully that they can see the value. Hopefully that we can explain the value and not that it needs explanation. But we just want to be here, like I said, to help the team, to help the community and, and uplift the community. And, you know, you will see where things goes. But, you know, it kind of, it's kind of on them right now. But, you know, we'll continue to work each and every single day. My value exceeds strictly on the field. That is perfect talking point. He's not wrong. I get he, it. He he's had about wrong. three or four that he kept on coming back to yesterday. But he's all. But he is talking already about things that he brings to the table above and beyond just what a running back. Because he knows what he's doing, right? The ball is in their court. You know exactly what you're doing with that comment. So we haven't really seen a Colts contract situation play out like this. And so again, Chris Ballard loves Taylor. He loves Pittman. I think at the, at the end of the day. They both will get extended. I don't know when that will be. I think they will. And I think they'll be Colts for Anthony Richardson's next, you know, four to five years. It's kind of on them right now, but. But how all of that plays out, I think it'll be a big storyline to keep an eye on. It is. It will be something we're, we're talking about plenty of times. There's no doubt. Two days before Father's Day now, mark the calendar. Three days before Father's Day, mark the calendar. We'll be talking about this three days before Thanksgiving, three days before Christmas. It'll be a year-long conversation. And league-wide, I think a lot of eyes are on this as well. League-wide, considering the type of player, considering the position he plays as well.